Hey, good morning, and I appreciate you having me. Uh, and should say we'll be talking with Vernon Jones on tomorrow's show. I'm sure he's going to talk a lot about what you just heard there, the fact that he is the Trump-endorsed candidate in that race. Uh, he's played that card and, and, and earned his way into a runoff now. Is that going to be enough to get him across the finish line, or you got enough gas left in the tank to head him off? Well, you know, Tim, he, he was endorsed to get out of the governor's race. He was running for governor. He he did not call President Trump and say, hey, I'm thinking about running for Congress. Would you endorse me? No. President Trump called him and said, listen, I want you out of this race uh, for governor. And uh, it's called the art of the deal. It's, it's what Trump does. And Vernon negotiated his own way out of the race that he was running for. So he, he could have run for anything. He could have run for dog catcher, and he would have got the endorsement of Donald Trump. So he didn't endorse him to run for Congress. And, uh, and and people see that they, they they're not he's not fooling anybody with that statement. Uh, do you think do you have any reason to believe uh, you campaign folks have ears on the ground? Do you think Donald Trump's going to parachute in here? Or is that Vernon Jones going to have to manage the rest of his way on his own steam? Oh, I'm not sure. I you know I don't I don't uh, go around trying to figure out what well Vernon Jones is going to do. <laughs> what we do is we get up every day. We get out here with the voters, and uh, we we push our agenda. We push our message of America First agenda. Because, you know, Tim, if, if you look back from the day that I got in this race, um, we have never changed, never wavered on our support for President Trump. We've never wavered on our support for this America First agenda because, you know, when you look at the two of the, the people in this race now, you know, I didn't just come along a year and a half ago and decide that the America First agenda uh, was what we needed of less taxes and less regulations. I wasn't the corrupt Democrat from DeKalb County that was imposing all of that will on the people of DeKalb County. I've been over here in the private sector, living and working and paying taxes. And and when I saw somebody come along early, way before he was a nominee, and say, this is what we need for America, you better believe I jumped on. Uh, and, and it had, was the best Three and a half, three years that we've had. I mean, this place is humming like a sewing machine. So I've lived that from from the taxpayer standpoint and being in business. And and I know that's what we need as a country. And I know that's what we need to get back. And and that's why we're out there. That's why we're winning. Now people, people understand that. Mike Collins, congressional candidate. One more word about endorsements, because I got these notes uh, a day or two ago. Uh, speaking of the primary that ended last week, uh, folks who came up short on that eight-candidate field, at least three of them that I know about. Now, you may have others, but I know that David Curry, Mitch Swan, Mark McMain have all tossed their support in your direction. They have. And, you know, that's another telling thing, too, Tim. Uh, and and we're, we're rolling out endorsements every day, so just hang on. But these are people that actually live and work in this district, as well as me. I was born and raised here, and I still live and work in this district. And and they see the the, the difference in, in somebody that could, that actually is from DeKalb County, that 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 doesn't represent this district, never been in this district, and and they don't want an outsider, especially a corrupt Democrat, who is posing as a Republican to come in and represent the people of the 10th district. And I know the people of the 10th district don't want that either.
Mike Collins, congressional candidate. You mentioned your your life in the private sector trucking firm down there in Butts County in Jackson. And we've talked about this before, but every time we meet, there's something else to add to the pile here. Everybody's running out to see Top Gun now. I'm hearing and reading that there's going to be in coming weeks, of all things, a shortage of popcorn. I'm reading that there is a, is it cement or concrete? We're about to experience a shortage of that. We, we know about the baby formula here. What else, What's this guy going to run out of next? <laughs> you know, the supply chain is still hiccuping. You know, it's kind of like when you run out of gas and then, and then you have to fill your car back up and you have to crack all the lines to get the, to get the air bubbles out. And, and every time we almost get things smoothed out, you know, China will go off and close another port and, and cause another hiccup. And, and the baby food uh, formula shortage, a lot of that was brought on by regulations and, and due to um, allocations for formulas. But, you know, the federal government drugged their feet when they closed down that plant uh, that was manufacturing uh, formula, and they thought that, uh, that there was a problem there. They decided not to go inspect it for months. And, and so a lot of this is federally government-imposed regulations. And whether it's corn, look how much corn we put in ethanol. You know, and, and, and you're going to have a corn shortage. You put uh, corn syrup in everything. Uh, the, the cement, we import that. So what we've got to do is get back to an America first agenda. We've got to get regulations and taxes off the backs of the manufacturers in this country to where we bring this manufacturing back home. And well, what better person to send to Congress than somebody that's in the most regulated and taxed industry there is in this country, and that's the trucking industry. Oh, well, let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, let's get you in Congress. Let's put you up there, and let's let's go ahead and, and skip past the formalities and say the Republicans do what we think they're going to do and take the House and possibly the Senate. Uh, there is still Joe Biden in the White House and 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 his crew and, and the policies that they pursue. Uh, how much can Congress do to turn things? You're talking about this America First agenda. How, how much can Congress do? How much can you do as an individual? individual member of Congress to, to work around the obstacles the White House is going to throw your way. You know, Tim, there are a number of us running across this country that are run, we're banding together as America First Agenda candidates. And uh, so when you when you talk in that manner, there there is a number of us that are going to win. We're going to win our races. And when we get to Congress, we will be a voice, not just one voice, but a huge freshman voice that uh, will be unlike any before, and we will have a say. But even and we will take the House and we'll take the Senate back. Now we'll be able to set up for the White House to come back in 2024. But things we can be doing right now, we can be passing budgets, we can pass appropriation bills that get this spending under control because we've got an out of control debt, and we don't have a tax problem in this country, folks. We got spending problems up there. And you better put strong-willed, good, solid conservative people up there that understand that. Because you do have some Republicans up there, some weak-kneed Republicans. They like to spend your money as much as a Democrat. So you put people up there that are fiscally responsible. They start passing budgets, appropriation bills. But, Tim, the other thing we need to be doing, and we can be doing that in Congress on day one, 2023, we need to have oversight in every committee. We need to see what's been going on. With with everything from spending of money up there to some of these out-of-control politicians that we've got, including Joe Biden. 
Again, uh, Mike Collins, candidate for Congress, the runoff on the 21st should say that in Athens anyway, and this was established by the Clark County Board of Elections, Athens Clark County Elections Board yesterday, early voting, and I don't know if I've ever seen this before, it's actually going to start on a Saturday, going to start on Saturday the 11th and a full week of early voting the following week and then runoff day proper on the 21st. One thing, and I know you watched your dad run for Congress, you've been tracking campaigns for a long time, you were in a runoff yourself uh, back in 2014, so you know the dynamic here. Uh, low turnout, typically much, much lower than in the primary that we had a week or so ago. And quirky things can happen when you have these low turnout, low participation runoff elections. What do you do to, as best you can, get your folks back out? That's it. You just, uh, you know, it's kind of like the old fashioned. You line up your army and they line up their army and you start shooting. Um, you know, it's, it's all about turnout. We, we need you to turn out. Uh, it, it's amazing. Republicans are good at going to work, providing for their family, and uh, going to church and just want to be left alone. But what, what some of us miss is the fact that, you know, we have to have 50% plus one. And uh, even though you won in the primary, if you didn't get that 50% plus one, there is a runoff. And, and a lot of people don't realize that. So you have to, we have to make sure that we get our turnout back out. Um, I think we have debated and debated. I know you've handled it, mm. uh, the debate. And uh, so the debate time is really past that. It's all about turnout, get, getting people out, back out one more time. That's why it was so important. And, and you're seeing, you don't see more of them line up behind us that we were, that we're running, we're running against that are now with us. And uh, they're going to help turn out that vote. Uh, quickly, because I, and I should have spent more time on this, my fault for not, but you, you used the word there. Metaphorically, you talked about lining up and shooting. Uh, and sadly, people have been doing that in the real-life sense of the word in recent days. And so now, again, a lot of conversation about guns and so-called gun control. Uh, what do you think will happen, and in your estimation, what should happen? I think they're talking about the wrong subject. Um, the Second Amendment is absolute, period. Um, what uh, what we're missing the conversation on is, you know, Tim, we we have we have really taken God and and prayer and faith, not just out of school, but out of the public square, and and when you do that, that lack of morality, that lack of culture, um, you don't have a higher being that you look to, and it, and it really diminishes even life, and 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 you couple that with the fact that. Uh, that look at how we have, have defunded the police, and, and, and if we don't get back to those things and, and secure our schools, that guy, that ought to be top on the list. We need to, if you can't get in an airport without going through security and them checking your bags and them checking you, why are our schools wide open like this? We should be, and, and, and you've, got, you've got agents standing all over airports that, that have guns. And they're in the open. They got badges. We should be protecting our schools with everything possible, and and stop this mess. But that's two big things right there that that we're not even talking about with these with our school system. Mike Collins got to leave it there. Mike Collins for GA.com, a candidate in Georgia 10. The runoff on the 21st. Early voting in Athens on the 11th. Mike Collins, best of luck out there. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate it.